At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. It is Betting Across America, as always, presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studio here on a Friday. So happy to welcome in, just like we always do, Mondays through Fridays on this show, Josh Applebaum, host of the Daily Market Insights podcast. You follow him at Josh underscore insights. And last night, really, Josh, it, it was the Applebaum revenge, right? Uh, NHL draft. You, let, take us through what ended up happening last night. Just first off, so I can hear you pronounce our number one draft pick's name like five to six more times. But it was a, a good night for the betters who followed the steam there last night. You're exactly right, Ben. And yes, got my revenge, my much-needed revenge on Woj and obviously the crazy steam that went the other way. So if we take a step back. Number one, I love betting drafts just in general. But I think when you're betting drafts, there's kind of this, uh, you know, you know, Jekyll and Hyde of I want to get a good player and get a good number so I can beat the closing line. But also we're getting to a point here, Ben, where, you know, we have t- uh, shows to do. We got to talk about who we like. But in the end, always go with that late steam. So it was notable to me yesterday after I took one on the chin, I bet Jabari Smith felt like I got a really good number at like even money. He ended up going at one point like over minus a thousand we all know what happened the Woj tweet said he would go first he didn't went the other way the Bancaro steam cashed bigly for anyone who took Bancaro but we got our revenge yesterday Ben here's the thing about sports betting you can lose a bet but I think the important thing is don't lose the same kind of bet twice learn from your mistakes so my big thing was you know I'm not I'm never gonna let a bet or a late steam move go against me or I'm at least gonna try not to so Perfect example last night was Uri Slavkovsky, Ben. I've gotten better with my pronunciation over the last 24 hours here. So uh, it's questionable. It's like minus 500. I'll probably spell it wrong. Uh, But really the point here was Slavkovsky, he had that late steam in his favor. So I know NHL draft, it's not as popular or doesn't generate nearly even close to the handle of NFL or NBA. But we can apply the same sort of thought process that allowed a lot of betters to cash Stingley going third overall NFL draft. Remember, late steam, he wasn't even really considered an option at third overall, but the day of the draft huge movement stingley goes third same thing with the nba draft late bank carol steam he goes first well the same thing with uri slavkovsky we got our revenge there ben because he was going into the uh pretty much the last 24 hours before the draft he was as high as you know plus 175 plus 150 uh we were doing our show i think he was around like plus 100 and then after the show he got steamed to a favorite minus 150 minus 200 then the line comes off the board so obviously i'm happy because you know i'll never live down getting jabari smith wrong we were able to get it back here with with uh, Slavkovsky yesterday, but the whole point being, whether you bet Slavkovsky or not, whether you bet Bancaro or not, 
don't ever, you know, make the same mistake right. twice. So my mistake was putting too much stock into an insider like Woj, thinking he could never get one of these wrong, but then also being on the wrong side of that late steam. So again, Slavkovsky was kind of the revenge play. He was my Bancaro, my white whale last night, uh, Ben. So I'm pretty pumped. He was able to cash. And again, shout out to Emily Kaplan, the tweet that was saying he was going to be selected number one overall. And also shout out to my guy, Jonathan Davis, uh, oftentimes with, with Stormy and is on the VEASAN team. He was on that pretty quick as well. So anyone holding a Slavkovsky ticket, you're feeling real good today like myself. I, I know Bob McKenzie, who's kind of considered at least north of the border to be that uh, Woj uh, sort of uh, equivalent there from TSN. He also was on that as well. So yeah, look, everybody who was, was able to bet, unfortunately not for us here in the state of Nevada, Josh, but everybody who was able to uh, profited there. And yeah, the, the death stare from Shane Wright over at the Habs uh, table was <laughs> fascinating. Uh, he ends up slipping all the way uh, to number four and as well too we talk here betting across america as far as uh, general uh, nationwide betting trends here we see our own ben fox actually just reported this earlier today josh a, another month another billion dollar uh, overall wagering handle for the state of new york 1.05 so clearly uh, it, it's it's ridiculous new york what did I, what did i see on this they've now exceeded a billion every single month this year i don't know how much of that was on the nhl draft last night josh but uh, and obviously that'll be reflected in the july numbers but what a crazy stretch this continues to be there uh, for a state very close to you there in massachusetts yeah, so actually my parents are uh, live back in Western Mass, the Berkshires, so I'm like actually my, my, my childhood home is only about 10 minutes from the New York border, so when I now go back home, I can pop open an app or two, but I think overall these numbers are gaudy. It's like, oh my God, I'll look at all this money. Hopefully this motivates my state of Massachusetts to get this thing done because uh, there was uh, actually a really good conference here. DraftKings CEO Jason Robbins was kind of leading this discussion. Massachusetts, my state, I have a stake in this, Ben. I'm, I'm personally uh, rooting for this to happen finally, but they haven't until the end of the month, July 31st, to make this happen. So I think as you see these more states put up these incredibly high numbers and again, use that tax revenue, hopefully to, you know, fill the pothole or, you know, fund education or do something to help us all. Uh, again, th this is just more incentive for these states to legalize when you see those numbers. And remember, that's mostly all mobile. There really aren't many brick mm -hmm. and mortar. So it goes to show you mobile's the way of the future. That's the way people want to bet. It's the most convenient way. Hopefully, my state of Massachusetts is looking to the left and saying, hey, we better legalize here because we're, we're sick of le having all this uh, money and revenue and, and bets leave our neighbor, leave our state and go to these neighboring yeah, states. Fa yeah, fascinating numbers there from our own Ben Fox reporting on that. Uh, we still have a lot to get to in the show today. We'll break down the full Major League Baseball card. A lot of action on this Friday night that we'll discuss a little bit later in the show. Also, as we continue our college football previews, talk some Big Ten odds there and some win totals as well. We'll also get into a deep dive Raiders AFC West Discussion with Kevin e. Martin, outstanding uh, sports reporter and anchor who covers the Raiders. Uh, we'll get her on in about uh, 10, 15 minutes or so. Josh, but it's funny how we open the show talking NHL draft and some of these very liquid markets where it doesn't take a whole lot of money to move odds very much, at least. Another one of these markets that exists, and while we talk so much about MVP, Cy Young odds in Major League Baseball, Rookie of the Year is one of those markets that is incredibly fluid, and you see numbers move basically on the drop of a hat. We saw it with O'Neill Cruz. Remember, he was called up by the, the Pirates, their top prospect a few weeks ago. Goes from 30-1 to 1 to 12-1, to 1, all the way down to 4-1 to 1 as a co-favorite. Well, now we have a new favorite, and it's Spencer Strider. We'll, we'll go through the numbers in a second, Josh. Guy has been unreal, specifically his last three starts. He was a bullpen ace for them to start the year. Now he's in the starting rotation, has made eight starts. You wake up this morning, Josh, he's down to plus 250 overnight. Those odds for NL Rookie of the Year cut in half by the mustachioed righty hurler there for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, so it's the power of the stash here, Ben, obviously. I think that's what the reason why you're seeing this steam to his numbers. But all jokes aside, he just set an MLB record. This is incredible. Uh, the first time in the modern era since 1900, we have a rookie pitcher with 11 strikeouts or more and two and two or fewer hits allowed in consecutive starts. So, again, we always are programmed to say Otani's doing something we've never seen all day. By the way, he's down to minus 240, the AL, uh, the AL MVP. But this kid's Strider, pitching fantastic for the Braves, gets a lot of run support. And I think you make a really good point, Ben, about how this market is really, really back and forth. It's really volatile. It's a big roller coaster here because, again, O'Neill Cruz comes up. You know, he's throwing like 97 miles an hour from shortstop to first. He hits a home run. Boom. He's from like 80 to one all the way to like plus 300. 
Now we see a dip here. O'Neill Cruz has, has fallen off the wayside a little bit. He's still in the conversation plus 450, but now you have Strider plus 250. So I think my angle here would be uh, I don't want to just chase, you know, the, the shiny object and the rookie that has a good start or rookie hits a home run, bet that bet that uh, rookie uh, of the year number. I think my other angle would be let's just wait this thing out. We saw the power of late movement in the NBA draft, the NFL draft, obviously NHL last night. So let's see later in the year who's still there. I'm willing to maybe get a worse bit of a number if I can try to identify a player that's going to win it all uh, in, in terms of this, uh, the rookie of the year. But it's unlike the AL, Ben. I think the AL is a different story. I think Julio Rodriguez for Seattle is going to run away with this thing. He's minus 275. It's hard to lay a minus number there. But I could see this thing shooting up. And the next closest player would be Jeremy Pena, shortstop from uh, the Houston Astros. He's plus 500. So, again, Rodriguez is my pick in the AL. It's chalky. It's obvious. Yeah. Strider looks great right now. I'm just hesitant to bet this like flashy rookie of the week when come next week, it could be another player. We're not even talking about who's the new favorite for rookie. No, I, look, I'm totally with you on that. And the AL race completely different right now, where it is certainly Rodriguez is to lose his numbers. And I know others who have covered the Mariners have done the deep dive on this pretty much mirroring what we saw to Ken Griffey as a rookie through the first 60, 65 games for Julio Rodriguez, not bad company to be along with, but you make a good point too on, on the fact that in a market like this, or you've seen so much volatility and back and forth nature, for a young pitcher, too, my, my stance on this always, Josh, for these young guys is I, I really want to, I want to see what were their innings limits in past years. And Strider's really – he's only in his second year as an actual professional through 94 innings last year between low A, high A, double A, and then triple A, eventually made his big league debut through, through in a couple games out of the bullpen last year. So 94 innings, that was his first professional season max last year. He's already about to be at 66 here entering into his next start. And it is very hard to imagine, right, no matter how good a guy is, to duplicate what he's done his last three starts. 18 innings combined, one run allowed on eight hits, three walks, and 28 strikeouts. And keep in mind, it's not like he was facing the Tigers or the Royals or just these sorry lineup teams. Cardinals, Dodgers, and on the road against the Reds in one of the toughest pitchers' parks out there at Great American Ballpark. Now, do I think that continues? Certainly not, even though the advanced numbers indicate uh, he, he's certainly earning his 260 ERA right now, uh, fielding independent pitching of just 182. But you know this stuff will kind of ebb and flow. His next start is a tough one at home against the Mets. I would certainly want to wait. And also, too, for these young pitchers, see how the usage goes down the stretch. Are they limiting innings? Are they skipping turns in the rotation? I think that's a big thing, Josh, uh, because, look, certainly he is the deserving favorite right now at plus 250. Will O'Neill Cruz figure it out at the plate? He's striking out a third of his plate appearances, and he's only, he only has a 3% walk rate right now and hitting, less than, uh, hitting right at uh, 203 now after last night. So it's hard for me to trust Cruz at plus 450. Uh, that's, that's why, for me, it's, it's certainly a stay away right now. I, I'll be very curious to see what happens, though, down the stretch because I've been really impressed by Strider on the eye test when I've watched him. You just don't know whether this will actually last a full, if he goes 100 innings or lasting another 80 games as, as we're basically at the halfway point this year. I think you raised a couple of great points here, Ben. So number one is innings limit. You know, this is a young kid. He's only 23 years old. You know, if he's used to pitching, you know, 95, 100 innings a year, and now he's going to get way over that number, do the Atlanta Braves say, hey, we're going to, you know, sacrifice a little of the now for the future. We love this kid. We don't want to overwork him. That's something to keep an eye out for. Also, the fact that, hey, he's facing a lot, and I don't want to take anything away from him, but he's facing all these teams for the very first time. When they face a second time and they have a little bit of a book on this kid, will he get knocked around a little bit more? You love what you're seeing overall, but it's kind of the same you know, hesitation or kind of fear that I have with Shane McClanahan and the AL, Ben. We've talked right. about this before, but he's the favorite plus 250 to win the Cy Young, but he's already almost over his innings limit for his career, his young career, and we're basically not even at the All-Star break. So something to keep an eye out for. That's why sometimes these position players like who Julio Rodriguez, yes, it's a minus 275, but there's no really, really limits to position players. They may fade a little bit, but you don't really expect them to, you know, be sat just because they're going over their number. And nobody's so really talking about Michael Harris, the second other. Here's your second favorite, 126 <laughs> WRC plus for the Braves rookie. All right, we talked to Kevin E. Martin uh, of, of a local Vegas TV station. Up next, we are BetMGM, uh, sponsored here on the show, Betting Across America. Go to BetMGM.com as we'll come back with Kevin E. Martin up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN Summer Special is here. It's only $19, and you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today, and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, NFL preseason coverage, as well as premium articles on golf, the UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, Every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want at the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Little Friday afternoon edition of Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studio here in Las Vegas with Josh Applebaum, host of the Daily Market Insights podcast there in Boston. Excited for this conversation, Josh, because we get to welcome in Kevin e. Martin to the show. She covers the Raiders, Aces, a bunch of other things. But we'll talk a lot of Raiders, AFC West here with Kevin e. as she covers them for CBS Las Vegas. Uh, follow her on the Twitter machine at Kevin e. Martin. So welcome you in, Kevin. E. Great to have you on the show, my friend. I know this has been such an interesting offseason for all the teams in the AFC West. But let's start with the team you've been covering now for several years and, and since they've moved here to Las Vegas in the Raiders. New coach, uh, new president just announced yesterday. A lot of changes for the Raiders in general. What, what's the general sense of the team here heading into this 2022 season with so much buzz around all the different teams here in the AFC West? Yeah, well, thanks so much for having me today, guys. And um, I mean, if you're a Raiders fan and you're not excited right now, then something's not wrong. Something's wrong, clearly wrong with you. I mean, you talk about the new uh, president, the new coaching staff, of course, Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones. I mean, the excitement surrounding this team is sky high right now in Las Vegas. During minicamp, you could feel the energy on the field, um, you know, talking to the guys in the press conferences. Everyone really has this new breath of life. Um, they turn the page uh, from last year, and, you know, there, there's new beginnings, right? There's a new coaching staff, like you said, and there's a lot of things to learn. They're putting in an entirely new scheme, um, but they're willing to learn. Uh, Coach McDaniels is like, this is the most dedicated group I've ever been around. Um, and it's going to take time, but, you know, thankfully they, they had mini camp to build that, that chemistry, and they're going to head into training camp here soon. But, yeah, a ton of excitement surrounding the Raiders right now, not only in Las Vegas, but, you know, if you're a Raiders fan across the country. Kevin, it's great to meet you for the first time, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm excited to talk WNBA with you because uh, at VEASAN, you know, people kind of know me. I love sweating WNBA. I think it's a fantastic league to bet on. We have great athletes that we can uh, get down on each night, and I wanted to ask you in terms of the futures here. Who's going to win the WNBA title? Because if you look at the odds makers right now, they're giving respect, obviously, to the aces, you know, with Asia Wilson, with Plum. They're really fast-paced. They, they're the fastest-paced, highest-scoring team. 
But I'm thinking, even though this team is, is really you know great on the court, are we kind of sleeping on the Chicago Sky right now? The Chicago Sky are plus, uh, I think, like plus 300, and they won it last year. You have Candace Parker, and they have the best record in the WNBA. They actually just overtook the Aces. So your take on who will win the WNBA title, is it the Aces? Are they the most talented? Or the Chicago Sky with Candace Parker and now having the best record, are they really the value play at a better payout? Yeah, um, you know, it's actually a really quite interesting situation. Obviously, you talk about the Aces, the team here in Las Vegas. They came out to one of the hottest starts in WNBA history and in franchise history. They they were off to a 13-2 and start, and they, they were demolishing teams. They looked unstoppable. And in recent, I mean, they've really hit a rough patch. They haven't looked like themselves. They went 2-5 and five over the last seven games and kind of came back down to earth. And I think the one glaring thing with the Aces, don't really have depth. Their starting five across the board is one easily the most talented starting five in the entire league. But once you get to the bench and once you have to get those bench minutes, the sixth woman, um, they have players, but the depth isn't there. The experience isn't there. So that's my only worry about Aces going into the second half of the season after this all-star break and into the postseason. Do I question the starting five and their talent? Can they hang with anyone? Yes, but if one of them you know, God forbid, goes down with an injury. Um, we know that playoffs and postseason is a grind. You're playing every other night. Um, so that's the question there for me. Do I still think they're the favorite? Yes, they've proven that. This is a team built for success. First-year head coach Becky Hammond has lit a fire under this team. I've covered them since they've been here. And um, Bill Lambeer, of course, was the head coach before Becky was hired. And, um, you know, they were championship contenders under Bill. But they played a completely different style of basketball. It was more high-low post, half-court. I mean, they did take advantage of the run-and-gun game when it was there. But Becky has really taken the reins off this team and said that she's pretty much given everyone the green light. And it's, and it's shown. Um, so right now, the only thing that would hamper me saying that the Aces, in my mind, are the favorite is their depth. And also their size. They lack size. Uh, Asia Wilson, 6'4", is expected to cover the tallest player on the other team, a center where she's completely undersized. And um, so it's size and depth for me. And I really, you mentioned Chicago, Candace Parker. Um, you can't really go against that, right? I mean, they, they are a talented team. They've proven it. They showed last year as a sixth seed. They came in and won the championship. Um, so I like Chicago too. But for me, my team right now, who I, uh, if it's not the Aces, is Seattle. Um, not only do they have depth, do they have experience. Um, Sue Bird, who just announced that she'll be retiring, this is her last run. If you know anything about Sue Bird, this, she will do everything in her power to make sure she ends up on top. They also obviously have Brianna Stewart, some, one of the most talented all-around players, especially offensively. I relate her game a lot to Kevin Durant's game. She's incredible. Not only do they have that, but they just added Tina Charles. Um, so the Seattle Storm in the second half of this WNBA season, I think is going to be the team, really scary team to watch because Tina Charles was just added to the roster, I want to say, like three games ago. So the team's still learning her. and um, But they're going to be deep. They're going to be tough. Um, and they're only, I think, one game back behind the Aces right now in the West. So they're right there. So that's my team. If I, I'm Right now I'm going with the Aces. I think um, – if they can come together in the second half, get through this rough patch, um, and Becky can regroup them, and they can play, they can get back to their form that they were playing at the beginning of the season, I'm going all aces. But my sleeper, um, and I think they're at Seattle is right now at plus 425, I'm, I think. Um, yeah, you can get them depending on, on, the, on the shop right now. It's a fascinating breakdown, Kevin. Yeah, 425, kind of the high watermark we, for us, a BetMGM show there. It's at plus 375 right now. I, Josh knows this. I went to my first WNBA game a few weeks ago. I went to the Aces Sky game where the Aces blew the largest lead in WNBA history. So it's all, it's all my fault, for, <laughs> clearly, obviously, because they definitely, they, definitely <laughs> they definitely knew I was there. Uh, Kevin E. Martin, who's, uh, who's an outstanding reporter and anchor for CBS Las Vegas, going to be covering uh, the Raiders all season, traveling uh, there are all the different AFC West venues. I know you've done that for the past couple of years, Kevin. So you look at this division as well, uh, and after your amazing breakdown of the WNBA too, I'm, I'm curious how you handicap this AFC West race where for all the buzz and all the, you know, the bright uh, spots coming ar around town for the, for the Raiders entering this year, still, you're the long shot, 6-1. to one, If you're, a, if you're uh, looking at the Raiders to back them to win the AFC West, Chiefs plus 150, Chargers plus 250, Broncos at plus 260, all three of those teams as 
well. Still with a lot to like. You've been to all the venues. You've seen how these divisions have kind of panned out over the last couple of years. Uh, how do you handicap this AFC West now heading into the fall? Man, I like it. I, I right now, I mean, like you said, it's, for me, it's the toughest division, no doubt, in the NFL. Um, I really, really like you – obviously, you can't go against the Chiefs, right? They've proven it. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, I mean, they're legit. Justin Herbert, a star in the making. Um, you can never count out the Chargers, obviously, with Russell Wilson coming to Denver. But I really like the Raiders. Derek Carr has proven he needs to just prove himself in the postseason. He's proven that he can win. He just needs to prove that he can win in the postseason, and he needed the tools around him to do so. And the Raiders went out and got him those tools. Um, obviously, Devontae Adams. Uh, but the only question for me facing the Raiders heading into the season is that offensive line. That's the biggest question mark right now. Um, it's great. Like, obviously, it's great to have all these weapons, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, um, obviously Josh Jacobs in the backfield. But if the offensive line can't hold up, you know, that's, all of that is, goes out the window pretty quick. So um, it's going to be a telltale sign really soon in the season how this offensive line shapes up um, and if they can hold up. And if that's, if that's the case, if they can show up and, um, you know, Alex Leatherwood and Colt Miller, um, if they prove that they can, you know, hold their own, in the, in the, not only in the division, but in the, in the league in general, then I think the Raiders are the team to beat in the, the AFC West. Look at Kevin, buying the Kool-Aid, huh? It's, it's, you know, you cover the team, but you're trying. I know you're objective, Kevin. I know you. You are very much a pro, but you are buying it. Plus 180, the Raiders, by the way, to make the playoffs. Win total of yeah. eight and a half. Uh, evenly juiced. Again, you can follow Kevin at Kevin Martin on the uh, Twitter machine. Outstanding anchor reporter for CBS Las Vegas. will be uh, covering the team and the AFC West all season long, as well as uh, WNBA stuff. Kevin, this was fantastic. Thank you so much for taking a, a bit of your extremely busy day to join us. Handicap WNBA AFC West. I'm sure we'll catch up with you soon. And uh, enjoy what has certainly been a busy summer here covering sports in Las Vegas. Yes, you got to love it, right? <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it, Kevin. Yeah, that's the beauty of, of this time of year. Josh, outstanding WNBA breakdown, too. I don't know. Has, has Kevin talked you into making any uh, futures bets? I don't know what your portfolio is like here. Yeah, so I think one couple teams she mentioned, the Storm are really intriguing, picking up Tina Charles there. Again, you mentioned like plus 375. I just kind of like the sky. I know Candace Parker is a little bit older, but they're a really deep team. They won it last year. I'm wary of the Aces just because exactly what Ebony said. They have great starting five, but really no depth. I've sweat a lot of Aces overs, and I'm like, keep scoring, scoring. They have the offensive part of their game down, but their lack of size, their lack of depth. I'm not buying them as the favorite. I agree with Kevin. It's the, it's the storm or maybe the sky is my, as right. my play to win it. We'll see if Josh has a WNBA play later on in the show. But up next, we go back to college football. We started with the SEC yesterday. We'll talk Big Ten odds and win totals next here on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zin Nicotine Pouch is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zin is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zin anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction. Find your Zin. Visit Zin.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zin nicotine pouches near you. Zin nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We welcome you back. Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson from our Las Vegas studio. South Point Sportsbook. Thanks to Wyatt Tomshik, our producer behind the glass. We got Sean McCollum on audio. Liz Foster, our technical director. Jeff Jens on graphics downstairs. Outstanding segment there with Kevin e. Martin uh, joining us to talk AFC West, Raiders, and WNBA. But now Josh Applebaum, who joins us from Boston. We transition to the college football. We began our season previews yesterday, talking SEC. Here we go, though, to the Big Ten, and it kind of follows a similar theme, at least on a macro level, from the SEC, where Alabama, the giant, was finally slayed, albeit not in the actual conference, but in the college football playoff, while Ohio State, that giant was finally slayed last year by Michigan after a decade of darkness and, uh, and complete blowouts for most of Jim Harbaugh's tenure. Finally get the job done last year against Ohio State, but coming into this year, Josh, Buckeyes are a massive $2.50 favorite to win the conference after that 11-2 and season a year ago. Uh, are you of the mind that, th that this is accurately priced, or is there a little too much uh, here being given to Ohio State with a big, big minus number in front of the Buckeyes heading into the fall? 
So I feel like it's accurately priced, but it is surprising to me, Ben, to see this huge gap here where you have Ohio State, uh, what was it, minus 250 here to win this conference, whereas the next best team here, Michigan, what are they, plus 900? That's a massive, massive gap between the one and the two, unlike the SEC, which we talked about yesterday, which again, slight favorite Alabama, but Georgia right behind them. This is telling me what the odds makers, I think, if you read between the lines, is that they expect Ohio State to really run away with this conference this year. And you look at their recruiting every year, they are you know at the top of the league in terms of recruits. But I think they could be even better this year, really led by the Heisman favorite here, Ben. C.J. Stroud, plus 200 last year, or plus 200 to win the Heisman this year. He's got the favorite over Bryce Young, who's plus 350. I know it's kind of a low chalky number, but I think that could at one point become a minus number. I don't really think it's a bad idea to grab a little bit of C.J. Stroud, plus 200 right now you look at it last year paced by stroud he threw for over 4400 yards 44 touchdowns six interceptions so just in terms of with football you know we talk hockey it's about the goalie oftentimes baseball the starting pitcher obviously football it's about the quarterbacks i think you have one of the best quarterbacks obviously the favorite to win the heisman leading your team here i think that we always talk about that motivational type angle like saban losing to georgia and you know kind of uh you know wanted to do a scorched earth kind of get back on top this year i think it's the same thing with ohio state the fact that they did lose to to michigan there and michigan finally got over the hump i think that's something that they're thinking about all off season long that, that you know day their coach can really hammer home to his team so that's a motivational factor in general but i think if you're trying to you know get a better number ben one thing that I did notice Ohio State's win total is 10 and a half. It's juiced up over minus 200. They're minus 250 to win their conference. So would you rather save 50 cents of juice and just take the over 10 and a half thinking that, hey, they go 11 and two last year. They could be even better this year. I don't know if I, I may be more inclined to just bet that, you know, win the conference. I know it's a higher juice price, but maybe more likely to happen. Uh, do they get tripped up by, you know, a non-conference team? That's something to keep an eye out for. But it is an opportunity here to save some juice by betting the over 10 and a half instead of betting them to win their conference. No, I, look, I think that's a good point. And keep in mind, too, that this is just like we talked about with the SEC. These are to win the Big Ten championship game. So you go through your, your conference. This would be the extra game at the end of the year. I, I actually agree with you on that because, I, look, Notre Dame is the first opponent week one. I t talk about a tough way. If you're Notre Dame, you bring in a new coach, a new regime, and to make your to make your regular season debut. I know. Remember, they had they had this coaching change before the Fiesta Bowl last year. But to make your your true regular season debut here under Marcus Freeman at the Horseshoe on a game day Saturday night, and I'm seeing too. I mean, Ohio, Ohio State's a 14 and a half point favorite in that game. I'm not, I'm a little surprised they're not even higher. That plus Arkansas State, Toledo at home, like it will be a three and zero start to non-con for uh, for the Buckeyes. And look, it, it's really a testament to what Ryan Day has built there from a talent perspective. When you lose guys like a Chris Olave and a Garrett Wilson, and you still have the talent that they have on both sides of the ball, as you look at this and you look at the other rosters and what they have, I, I totally agree, Josh. This is one of those, uh, well, it might seem, okay, chalk, we're just laying a number. Uh, Ohio State is, is far and away the team to beat and far and away the best team on paper entering this year. I, I think I, this is one of those situations I'd rather just lay a 200 it's, it's a case where I, I just don't see more than one loss for them this year. Uh, and But again, it's why you see this is the most aggressive uh, juice alteration you see of any of these teams. As we go through some of the other ones, now Michigan is 9.5. That's more even juice, minus 115 to the over. But clearly, Josh, expectations are for somewhat of a bounce back after Jim Harbaugh had this incredible year a season ago. It all came crashing down in Miami in the college football playoff. And the, the general sense, thinking this was a really nice one-year story. But 9.5 uh, to go over, you're, you're still asking a lot, still asking a 10-2 and two season. Uh, the question is, can Michigan repeat that and and get back? They don't get back to the Big Ten championship. Can they at least get back to a ten-win season? Uh, and look, it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting schedule for them, where they'll have games at Iowa, which will, which will be tough at uh, at Indiana back to back, and then as we always know, the game at Ohio State to end the year. Interesting to get your thoughts on where we look at Michigan entering this year after how they were that team that uh, came out of the Big Ten finally slayed the dragon a season ago. Yeah, so I think the first thought is, hey, you're coming off a great year last year. You'll carry that over. You'll build on that momentum. You know, kind of that's your foundation. You'll continue to get better. But I'm not so fast to, you know, rush to the window to bet this Michigan over. I'm really not going to bet them to win. I mean, maybe something crazy happens and, you know, just by uh, fait accompli that they're going to match up with Ohio State in the championship game. Maybe they give them a run for their money. But really just that gap, that minus two, uh, 250 versus a plus 900, the second best odds. That's telling me the odds makers expect Michigan to take a step back. And I know their nine and a half uh, win total is juiced up over minus 115. So you can make a case there is some liability to that over. 
Uh, but again, I just feel like based on these odds, it's shocking to me that they're plus 900. I thought they'd be, you know, plus 500. That just tells me that there's a huge gap between Ohio State and Michigan. And again, Harbaugh, surprisingly, I thought he was going to bolt to the NFL after last year, Ben. You know, he finally got that big win that was eluding him his whole time in Michigan. Maybe he goes back to the NFL. No, he stuck around. So I think there's more to that story. I'd love to know, you know, his thought process there. Maybe he didn't like the offers. Maybe he didn't like the teams that he could go to. But that's just kind of fishy to me that, that he's going to stick around. And yet he's, he's such a big dog in a way to Ohio State. Now, one thing I wanted to add real quick, Ben, you know, yesterday we were talking about Vanderbilt. We were kind of going the other way, you know, with the right. SEC. Like, you know, uh, let's look at the bad teams that could be really bad. Two that really jumped out to me in terms of win totals for the Big Ten. Uh, number one was uh, Indiana. Their win total was four and a half. The under is minus 150. You look at Indiana last year, they go two and ten. They could even have a little bit better of a year, win two more games, and still cash that under four and a half. I'm looking at Indiana under four and a half wins. Again, that juice really speaks to me, that minus 150. Uh, and then if you look at one other team, and I was actually, um, you know, in, in uh, it's always funny. I go to the Borgata like once a year, Ben, and you can never bet on Rutgers because, you know, it's the Jersey thing. You can't <laughs> bet on a Jersey school there. Uh, but Rutgers, their win total is four and a half under minus 165. They won five games last year, and now their win total is a half game less, and it's way juiced up under. I'm sorry for uh, for Shiano there. I guess the odds makers are expecting Rutgers to have a bad year because that's that's surprising to me. You go five and eight last year. Now you're four and a half minus one sixty five under. Maybe Rutgers is a team that also disappoints coming into next year. Yeah, and again, this is always a reminder too. Depending on the jurisdiction, Rutgers you won't be able to get into the Jersey jurisdictions. Uh, some of the the Illinois teams, depending on where you look, might not be able to get them if you're in the state of Illinois, Illinois Northwestern. Uh, we don't have either the Illinois teams on our on our board here, Josh. But yeah, I, look, another one of those teams that's kind of in that. Uh, bottom echelon. Il Illinois is actually one of the, if you look at DraftKings right now, if you're on the East Coast in a jurisdiction where you can bet this, this is actually one of the teams where they've got a, a plus number to the under here. It's under four and a half plus 105. That's a team I'd, I'd look under. It's one of the rare cases where I'm saying, you know what? I Well, we see juice usually adjusted so drastically, but I just I don't buy the Bet Brett Bielema experience what we've seen so far. Look, going into his second year for Bielema, I mean five and seven last year. The recruiting has on all on you know by all accounts been a disaster there, and it's been kind of a, a typical thing we've seen with this Illinois program. They've kind of been unable to stay out of their own way and try to get quality recruits in there. It's also a, a case where you have a couple tough non-conference games to start, and that's what I've really found myself looking at, Josh. Is for these teams that are in difficult conferences, how many wins can you just steal right out of the gates? With the exception of a home game against Chattanooga out of FCS, you go Wyoming and Virginia. Now, you get both of them at home, but Wyoming is by no means an easy opponent to, to face coming in from the Mountain West, a team that uh, a couple years ago was threatening to win that conference's title. And then Virginia, certainly not of the top ACC teams, but that th those two games to me are more toss-ups than anything, Josh. So it's one where I could easily see this team getting off to, you know, going one and two in their non-con, really struggling to put together more than three wins in conference play. So that, to me, that, that's an obvious uh, under there on the four and a half, even though you're getting a plus price on Illinois. Yeah, so I'm with you, Ben. And Bielema, who actually was a Patriots, I think, offensive line coach, and he's going back to the college ranks, obviously been there a couple of years, but really doesn't leave much to be desired there in terms of a motivator or an X's and O's type guy. So I'm with you on that one. Real quick, I know we're going to break. The One of the only other conferences that has such a huge gap between their favorite and the next best team up would be the ACC. If you're looking for a Ohio State type bet, uh, right now, Clemson is minus 140 to win that conference. The next best odds, Miami plus 700. To me, if you're saving some juice, Clemson could be the play, even though you're kind of betting on the same sort of thing. A big favorite with no one else close to them. And I'm sure we'll discuss ACC next week. Let's be honest, though. Brett Bielema, he was just there to, like, eat hot dogs and sit on the sideline with, you know, under Bill Belichick. Just collect a paycheck. I mean, come on. He wasn't actually doing anything in New England. We, we all know the reality there, Josh. Uh, now second-year head coach of Illinois. Good discussion on the Big Ten. We'll come back, talk Major League Baseball. What does Josh have on the Friday card as we wrap things up next on Betting Across America? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The first inning is unpredictable, but you can place a no-run first inning wager with confidence at BetMGM. Make a no-run first inning prop bet on any Friday MLB game. If only one run is scored in the first, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $20. That's right. Simply place a single or parlay a no-run first inning bet. No runs in the first, no problem. You win. If only one run is scored, get your wager back in free bets up to $20. Take big swings all season long with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager new an existing customer offer. Opt-in required. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. As we're back for the final time, betting across America, joined by Josh Applebaum from the East Coast. I'm Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studio. We'll get into your plays of the day here for Major League Baseball, some big games on this Friday night card, Josh. But we just saw, as we were in show here, Sham Sharani reporting uh, some interesting contract deals around James Harden in Philadelphia, appearing to go team first, Josh, entering this 2022-23 season. Yeah, so I can't believe this. There's an NBA player that took a pay cut that left money on the table. This is a surprise to me. You're hearing uh, Sham Sharania just tweeted this out, as you mentioned, about 30 minutes ago. But James Harden, uh, who just took a pay cut, apparently $15 million pay cut. So he declined his $47 million player option. It sounds like he's got a two-year deal with an option for a second year. But reading between the lines, it sounds like he's going from $47 million a year now to $32 million a year. And the whole intent of this uh, again, is, is to kind of allow the Philadelphia 76ers more cap space to add more talent. So I think the whole point here is that he wants to win a title. At least that's kind of the, you know, kind of the narrative that he's putting out there. But he's putting his money where his mouth is. He's, he t- he's taking this pay cut and I automatically go to these odds here, Ben. Uh, plus 1,200 for the 76ers to win the title. They're plus 550 to win the East. Obviously, the Celtics are the favorite now, which I'm happy about at plus 550 to win the NBA championship. But you got to give James Harden credit. Guy's made a lot of money. Uh, is also, there's a comment about who's how he's going to want to uh, get back in the weight room. Maybe can hang out with my buddy Mac Jones and get and get shredded over the uh, the yeah. offseason here, Ben. Uh, but taking uh, giving up fifteen million dollars that's nothing to sneeze at. Good for James Harden. It sounds like a, a really team friendly deal that Philly's probably excited about. I mean, what he's he's, he's made two hundred seventy two million in his career, Josh. So it's like at what point? Like, all right, can yeah, we find, can 15, we actually yeah. invest in the team here and get some rings? I, it always cracks me up too. Like you see this follow up tweet from Shams. Goes, everyone around Harden has understood the focus on his workout regimen this offseason and a championship goal for 2022-23. His close relationships with those around the organization, including Michael Rubin and Daryl Morey, played a major role in trust between the two sides. 
I don't know, Josh. That sounds like a copy and paste from his agent right there, just texting shops. Like, it always cracks me up when you see these reports. Like, has anybody ever not been in the weight room working out in the offseason? I mean, yes, this is nice, and clearly now the media narrative is going to be pro-Harden here for taking a pay cut in, in an effort to win now when so many guys are doing the opposite. But let's let's not kid ourselves, all right? This is pretty clearly, like, to hear stuff like that, uh, yeah, that is certainly being planted into somebody like Sham Sharani, who is a huge media following. I, I just can't help but roll my eyes when I see something like that. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe it's the cynic in me, Josh, but, like, come on. Who isn't working out right now? <laughs> I know, exactly. And, again, if you're a pro player, that's your livelihood. That's your career. You better be in the gym working out. So uh, the other thing, Ben, I, we can get onto baseball in one second is, again, I'm going to say it. It's going to make my you know head explode here. But Kevin Durant, if you're now $15 million pay cut, is there a trade to be made for Durant? Maybe Tobias Harris. I don't know. It sounds like Durant, based on the numbers, is maybe going to stay with the Nets here. All the odds for Durant to go to another team have decreased. The odds to stick with the Nets have increased here. So it sounds like Durant, Harden, Durant and uh, Kyrie could stick around with, with Brooklyn. But they did make a trade you know, last year centered around Harden. Is there a way that Durant gets to Philly? I'm just throwing it out there. It's unlikely. But again, you have more money to work with right now. Yeah. Well, we'll and we've seen those odds now shorten to the point where the Nets are the second betting favorite behind only the Suns. Uh, for, down to, last I checked, plus 175 at Bet Rivers, the one book that is offering those in some of the other uh, newer jurisdictions. So, yeah, well, uh, look, uh, we'll see where that ends up going. It's obvious, though. The odds have, have kind of reflected. The reality is that there's just not that many suitors that will, would make a lot of sense logistically uh, for Durant to actually be traded, and, and now we kind of wait for the other shoe to drop uh, on that one. Let's transition to Major League Baseball, though, Josh. I know you have a trio of plays for today, maybe a little UFC on the fight night card tomorrow. Really good pitching matchup tonight in Cincinnati, and while Shane McClanahan, we've talked about him pretty much all year, co-favorite right now to win the Cy Young in that plus 250, 260 range with Justin Verlander. Luis Castillo, who has been an ace in the past for Cincinnati, was injured, missed the majority of at least the first couple of months of the year. But since coming back, he's actually been pretty solid. 11 starts now, ERA just over three, putting up good numbers and a guy who's really improved on his command from a season ago. Uh, he is a dog tonight. It's about a $1.60 line with the Rays minus 175. But that's about as low of a total, Josh, as you're going to see at Great American <laughs> Ballpark there of seven and a half. What's your angle on this one tonight? You stole the words right out of my mouth. This is like shocking that you find a seven and a half total at Great American Ballpark. Great American Ballpark this year to the over 24 and 18, 57%. That's one of the top over parks, not only this year, but you know, historically in every single year, it's a small park, you know, the way that the kind of the wind blows and it's really hot there typically in the summer. It's not, it's not like a course field elevation, but it's a really good over stadium. Yet this thing at some shops was eight down to seven and a half. I see some shops even down to seven. So definitely some under money coming in here. Ben, I know it's a bigger, it's a kind of a bigger number to lay on a chalk price on the road, but give me Tampa Bay here. I really like McClanahan. I'm not breaking any any news there. Uh, the favorite to win the Cy Young, but he's nine and three, one point seven four ERA. Uh, by the way, if you look at Cincinnati against lefties, they're seven and seventeen. They have not hit lefties. Now you're facing arguably the best you know left-handed pitcher in baseball right now. Nine and two, the last eleven starts for the Rays when McClanahan takes the bump. And what's what are the odds telling us? We've had a big steam move here in favor of Tampa Bay. They open as low as like minus one thirty-five, minus one forty. They're now up all the way to around minus one seventy. Couple system matches, favorite low total, line moving to the favorite, line moving under. You also have this non-division road favorite system match. That's around 63% this year. The other one I really like, Ben, uh, a rest advantage. A team who was off yesterday versus a team who had uh, had to play. And really, that was an angle that cashed last night with the Padres against San Fran. Same thing here. Uh, the Rays have been playing good. They're 5-1 and one last six. They were off yesterday. The Reds had to play. Big steam move to, to Tampa Bay. Give me Tampa Bay here. I'm going to lay this minus 170 number with the with the Rays. We're seeing this now. High is minus 185 at BetMGM, but DraftKings and some other shops, you can still get a Tampa if you want them in that minus 170 range or so on that one tonight. I know, yeah, you had that the giants Padre game. You went against my advice. I said, don't fade Logan Webb. Webb was amazing last night, and it didn't even matter. It was an outstanding pitcher's duel. Padres with Joe Musgrove. They end up walking that one off 2-1 in the 10th inning, and it sounds like you're going back to the well tonight. Lefty-lefty matchup. Sam Long for the Giants. Blake Snell for the Padres in a game that is uh, right around the 150 to 160 range in this one back at Petco for game number two of their four game set this evening. Yeah, and by the way, Ben, you were kind of right. Webb pitched great. We should have taken the under there, too. We could have had a couple, uh, couple yeah, winners there. But um, I'm going I'm to take San Diego once again here, Ben. I really like this matchup in terms of kind of a fishy number. Like, if you look at Blake Snell, his numbers really haven't been great ever since, you know, he's pulled in the World Series when he's got pretty much a no-hitter going. Uh, but if you look at him this year, 0-5, 5.13 ERA. Long hasn't pitched a lot. He's uh, just 0-1, but a good 1.78 ERA. 
but maybe Snell's turning a corner. He pitched against the Dodgers last time, five innings pitch, just one earned run. And this is just a big move to the Padres. They open like as low as minus 125, minus 130. They're all the way up to around minus 150 now at this point. You got a lot of movement in favor of San Diego. And really my angle here, the Padres against lefties, just like kind of a fade of the Reds where they haven't hit lefties. The Padres have been great against Southpaws. They're 19 and nine against left-handed pitchers this year. They're getting much healthier in terms of their lineup. Machado's back. Uh, San Fran, obviously, you know, broke their losing streak with a win against Arizona in the last game of that series. But this is kind of a team that I don't think they're the same team as last year, that team that won over 100 games. So I like this move towards San Diego. They have the better hitting team, 241 versus 234. Better team ERA, better bullpen, 3.56 versus 4.04. Uh, and again, that stat, that 19-9 against lefties, maybe Snell. Why is his ERA is five? Why is he such a favorite and becoming more of a favorite? I'm going to lay it with the Padres here tonight, Ben. And Snell, too. Expected fielding independent pitching. A lot of the underlying numbers say he should be doing a lot better, right, in the 370 range for Snell. Uh, look, Giants, 41-40. and 40. They have really fallen off now in the NOS. They are on the season. This is amazing. Second in WRC Plus with runners in scoring position, Josh. Last two weeks, their, uh, their overall average, 191. That is 28. So a team that has been pretty good in runners, with runners in scoring position, completely cold at the plate right now. No issue with you wanting to, uh, to keep, uh, keep backing the Padres here, especially in that series. Giants losing eight of their last ten. Uh, before we get out of here, though, let's get a, a UFC, UFC play in from you, Josh, because I know you have some action there on the fight night card tomorrow. Yeah, I really love the card for tomorrow, Ben. I'll just throw three at you, and really this is my angle with the UFC. I have a model here. It's not the, you know, I'm not reinventing the wheel, but I'm looking for fighters who are younger, taller, have a longer reach, and have a line move in their direction. And also, if Gamble and lose on them, that's even better. But the three that caught my eye here, Ben, Kennedy Nachukwu. Uh, he's younger, taller, has a longer reach. He's fighting Carl Roberson. He moved from a plus 105 dog. Now it's around a minus 135 favorite. So I'm on Nachukwu. Uh, my other one here, I uh, added this one today. Tracy on Gore. Uh, Gore opened like a minus 110, kind of like a pick'em number. He's up to minus 140. Uh, he's got a big reach advantage over his opponent, Brundage, 75 inches versus 72 inches. Then the other one that I'll be sweating, Ricky Tercios, Ben. Tercios opened like minus 170. He's up to minus 190. He's 29 years old. His opponent's 34, 71 inch reach, 68 inch reach. So give me Nachukwu, Tercios, and Gore, all money line plays for what I like to call biting, Ben. Let's oh, get after look, it. I was, I was just waiting for that right at the end. Of course, Josh Applebaum never fails to, uh, to deliver. <laughs> Follow him at uh, Josh underscore insights. We will see you back on Monday, Josh, on Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard will be back then. Uh, until then, though, Josh, enjoy your weekend. We go out to NBA Summer League. It is a special edition of The Edge with Matt Humans and Jonathan Von Tobel right after this here on VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced Bring it every rivalry every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.